So you're a dentist, eh? You're in the right place. This is the Canadian Dentist Podcast with Dr. Carlo Biasucci, where you'll get a truly Canadian approach to building a low-stress, highly profitable practice and live life on your terms. Learn more at TheElitePractice.com. The following is an excerpt from a recent members-only Q&A session. So why does the doctor sometimes take back certain responsibilities? Is that a good thing to do? Or, or is there, like, what basically, what should the doctor double check on occasionally? Um, or should they just let the team run with it while they're already doing it? Different tasks. Okay, so if I'm understanding correctly, <clears throat> something's been delegated. And the doctor is not satisfied with it or not sure it's being done and is then taking it back on. So Just temporarily type thing, just to... Oh, yeah, because it's temporary, <laughs> of course. So nothing is ever temporary, by the way. So if you take it back, you're keeping it. And that's usually what we see happen, right? The reason why that happens is twofold. Either the initial delegation was less than ideal the person you delegated it to was not the right choice. And I'll add a, a third option that your follow-up with the delegation, well, there isn't any. Okay. So I think, I think that's probably the categories that I would open up there. So first off, how do you delegate? Well, there's a whole, there's a whole section on this. So I, I won't belabor that, but you know, go and look at your project vision explanation in umpteen videos on the on our training platform because that's what you use. Okay, I've explained it in literally every workshop probably at this point. Uh, but very clearly, <clears throat> if you've not seen it yet, specific clarity about what am I delegating? What does it need to look like when it's done? You know, who does it go to? What are the parameters, etc.? Be very, very, very clear. Try to paint a picture of what it looks like to perfection in your mind, in the person's mind you're delegating it to, which means you don't do it in the hallway. You don't run by the person and bark at them to do it. You do it like with a little bit of effort, with energy, like with the same amount of energy that you would put in if you expected it to be done right. If you want it to be done right and you don't put any energy in, then you're going to get back what you put in. Basically, it's bottom line. Okay. Now, do I have the right person? Well, you probably know whether you have the right person or not if they're the person or a person on your team who can get stuff done. If they're chronically unable to do stuff and then you give them stuff to do, don't be surprised at the result. Maybe you need to delegate to somebody else. Third, and how do you make sure, probably the most important, is how do you close loops? How do you make sure that you don't delegate something and then it didn't get done? So again, in the initial delegation, part of the discussion is if you can't get it done, by the date or in the way that we are discussing, you have to let me know. And part of that is a system of how we're going to follow up, which means you're going to get back to me once a week with where we're at. You're going to email me. You're going to, whatever you set up, whatever is relevant, like maybe this is a weekly, just send me a summary email. Maybe it's, we have to meet once a month. Maybe it's, I don't know, whatever the system is, but you need to see it, right? Then you give that delegation, that, that, project to the person and on your side as the owner or as the team lead whoever is delegating keep a record of what you've delegated i just simple like you can use index cards you can just use a you know a, a notes 
um, an open note in your in your phone note program, like whatever you want, your calendar, whatever you want to do. You can put a recurring thing in your calendar, something that will remind you to check with these people about these things that I have delegated. And if I haven't heard from this person about this thing on the roughly time frame that I'm supposed to hear from them, then I might just go and say, hey, how's it going with, you know, XYZ? Where are we at with that? How, how are we making out? Right? And then you'll find out very quickly, like, oh yeah, it's good. Sorry, I got busy. Okay, they'll know that you're paying attention and then they'll probably miss less discussion deadlines, right? Or you'll see that they've done absolutely nothing. And okay, well, like, where are we at with this? And then you might have that discussion around, do we keep this or do we, you know, redelegate it? So now what happens is if you don't do any of that and then the doctor says, well, you know what? I asked you to do this. You didn't do it. So I'm just going to do it. Okay. That is, uh, that's how you don't get anywhere because you just end up keeping it all. Then what's the point of having, like, you're not leveraging your people, which means you are then surrounded by people who could do hands that could work that you are not allowing to work because something's broken in your process. It's not that everyone around you is stupid or incapable. I guarantee you that's not the case. It is very likely that the process that you're using is the flaw, hands down. So hopefully that clarifies, but that's the sort of criteria. Now, again, for you guys who have access to the training platform, this is beat up in so many places, um, specifically team-driven practice, which is one of the first workshops that you see covered elsewhere as you work through the platform. So please, please spend, spend some time studying the project vision. Perfect. <clears throat> so Thank you for listening to this episode of the Canadian Dentist Podcast. If you want to know how Dr. Biasucci tripled his practice in three years and cut his work week in half, request your free information kit at theelitepractice.com.